Hey everybody, it's Bill Courtney with an army of normal folks, and we continue now with part two of our conversation with Jessica Lamb, right after these brief messages from our generous sponsors. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. We now return to Jessica on how she tried to escape Psy her sex trafficker. So I went to the bathroom, flushed the toilet, walked downstairs, sat on the front porch, lit a cigarette, and I looked across the street and there was a Salvation Army that had just opened. Um, and I looked at the Salvation Army and I looked back at the door of the house and then I looked back at the Salvation Army, dragged off my cigarette, flicked it, and I ran, ran right into the Salvation Army. And I said, I need to use your phone. And they were like, we're not letting you use our phone unless it's an emergency. And I was like, I need to call 911. And they were like, okay, I didn't call 911 first. 
first person I called was my dad. And my dad was like, I was like, dad, I'm in trouble. And he's like, what did you get yourself into this time? And I didn't even respond. I hung up immediately. Next, I called my grandmother. I said, meanwhile, I'm in trouble. I need help now. And she's like, call 911. So I hung up with her. I called 911. It's my first time ever calling the police for help. The police officer comes out and he says, he goes, what's the situation? And I was like, this guy did this to me last night. I need to get my keys. I need to leave. I need to get out of here. I'm scared. And he was like, I'm sorry. He was like, I just got on duty. I really don't want to be bothered with paperwork. And he's like, I really don't want to deal with this. And he's like, and why are girls like you over here anyway? And I was like, what is that supposed to mean? You know, and, and like that never really made any sense to me. I st- it still doesn't make sense to me. Um, But he gets Sai outside and he's like, she's lying. She's full of shit. She's nothing but trouble. And he's like, I want her out of here anyway. And he's like, well, go get her keys and let her get out. And so he goes, I get my keys. Trafficker and the cop fist bump each other on the front porch. I get in my car and I leave. No reports made, or I don't, there was no report made. Um, well, actually, there probably was a report made, but like nothing like he just didn't want to like go through the the due diligence of doing the entire investigation of what's going on. And I ended up going to the guy that I was talking to in high school and I went to his house and I told him everything. And he's like, well, now that you have experience, do you think I can get some? And I was like, this nightmare is never going to end. So I ended up- Did you ever contemplate suicide? Multiple times. It's actually something I struggled with for years and years and years was- um, I mean, you can only get- abused so much i i carry a lot of heaviness and it, it was something that always crossed my mind on a daily basis and i don't know if it's just i'm resilient as hell or what but like i'm i'm still breathing and i'm still here and um but i remember leaving my ex-boyfriend's house because of his comment and i went straight to my meemaw's house and she held me, and I told her everything. You told her everything? I told her everything. Was that hard for you? What, shame? No, no or... my Meemaw is my safe haven. Um, in fact, my logo, I, I can get into that with ARI when we talk about it. Um, but my grandmother loves birds, and so she's the one that, she's the one that saved me. So she drove my car that she gave me for a Christmas present that my trafficker would use to traffic me and hid it behind her house. And she would, I would sleep all day and then I would stay up all night because I was so scared this guy was going to come for me. Everywhere I went, I thought I was seeing him. He had so, like, even away from him, I was terrified that he was going to find me. I, I doubt he ever was looking for me. But I, I remember. No, oh, you were traumatized. I was obviously terrified. You were scared to death. Yeah, I was terrified. This guy was going to come for me, and uh, I ended up staying with my grandmother and my my aunt, and um, they made sure that I went and got mental health counseling, 
Um, they would take me to my GED classes, um, which I still was failing. Um, they would help me with all kinds of things. And there were times that like, I wouldn't be invited to like family gatherings. And um, my grandmother said, well, if she's not, if she can't be there, then I'm not coming. And so she would make me Thanksgiving dinner or make me Christmas dinner and I would eat with her. And uh, she advocated for me so much and she never turned her back on me. And uh, she's, I think she's, she turns 87 this week. Hmm. And I get to spend Christmas with her. But um, she's an angel on earth. She she's my she's my she is definitely my my savior um, through all of this. And even um, this all led to a life of addiction, homelessness. I went and tried to go into the adult entertainment industry independently. I didn't work in strip clubs, but I would like I was doing my own thing. Um, I tried to audition to be a suicide girl. Um, What's that? don't google it but it it it's basically alternative looking girls that do webcams or um different types of like just edgy girls that that do sex stuff on video or take pictures and so i was trying to dabble into that um so i was like that's that was the only way i knew how to make money is i was like well, this is jessica From you, you, you were part of this organic suburban Christian family, and hearing these things is it's just gut wrenching, and to I mean I. I when you were going through all of this as a result of being molested in your own home, never being able to figure out a way out, and then when you <laughs> when you confronted your molester, your father didn't believe you, which makes you feel even more alone, and then what you ended up with with Cy, I mean... All of it I've sat and listened to, and I, you know, I got to ask you, deep inside that brain of yours, there was still a foundation. You, you had to have been, you had to have been struggling with reconciling where your life was and where you started. You had to have been dealing with that, right? Were you, I mean... You had to have been looking in the mirror, going, "What, what happened?" I, I guess I, I, I'm. There's been so I'm many struggling times. for. There's an identity inside you that is not all of this. Did you feel that conflict? There was a lot of times that I would look in the mirror and I'm like, "How did I get here?" That's what I'm asking. Yeah, like, like, like. What the like literally, what the hell? You know, <laughs> like like just something just screaming inside of me, like like I I've gotta keep pushing through. Like I don't I don't know what it was, but I was like, I gotta keep going. 
And, and I think, I, I think I owe a lot of that to my grandmother, um, a very praying grandma. <laughs> so she, um, I think she's the one that just really kept me going. And, uh, well, this life stopped at some point. How? Well, let me, let me, can we, I'm going to, oh yeah, yeah you do on. whatever you okay. want. <laughs> so I, I basically was, you know, I didn't want to be, a, like I said, a burden on my grandmother. And so I ended up leaving her house for a while and I ended up just finding myself living in like dope houses, um, like out of my car. I was dating a guy that was like twice my age. We had three children together that, um, that I miscarried. Um, he ended up committing suicide and, um, I, uh, I just remember like just feeling a lot of hopelessness, but it, even when I was on the streets and I was living out of my car with that had busted out windows cause my ex had thrown a piece of firewood through my windows of my car when I tried to leave. I, um, I remember, um, just trying to pull myself out of this hole and my grandmother and my aunt continued to advocate for me and true unconditional love. Yeah. And, um, I even remember my mom like meeting me at gas stations because I was hungry and she's like, I know you're hungry and I know you can't come back home, but she would bring me food because I was hungry, you know? And I remember being on drugs so bad. She took me out for, for lunch one day and I, I was nodding out and I almost dropped my entire head into a bowl of soup right in front of my mom. I will never forget that. And like, I was ashamed and humiliated and that's what I was asking. Yeah. I felt, I was embarrassed. Like, who like I didn't even recognize myself honestly, and and I have you mug- were literally lost. There's mugshots of me on LinkedIn, and you know you can see that you know, the the light in my eye was just completely gone. And so I um I remember my breaking point was I was pregnant with my daughter Elizabeth, and I miscarried her at four and a half five months. And I remember bringing her, I remember bringing her home. My, my parents were um, out of the country and my aunt sat in the hospital with me and I remember bringing her home and I, and I buried her in my parents' backyard and I, I had a memorial for her. And that was my breaking point of, I cannot live like this anymore. The guy I was dating was in and out of jail um, for drug charges. I was addicted to meth. I was just, everything was just terrible. And I was like, I can't live like this. And I remember my aunt being on the front porch one day and she's like, and she was going through her own hell. And she was like, when you're ready to get off this stuff, we're here. We're not going to give up on you. So there was always a place for me to shower, always a place for me to eat, always a place for me to sleep. My my Mima would make a pallet for me on on her floor because she had a small house and she'd make a little pallet for me on the floor and sometimes I would sleep in the bed with her and she would play uh, gospel music when she'd go to sleep. And so I would 
feel so much peace and safety with my grandmother. And um, even to this day, like whenever I feel tired or just need a place to rest, I can know that I can go there. And I used to pull her bed sheets back for her every night. And I still do that today. Whenever I go to visit her, I turn her bed back for her. But I remember like my breaking point was just losing my last child. And um, I uh, I was like, enough. So I, I got clean. Um, and I uh, just completely did a one, like a just completely turned everything around. And I started getting involved in uh, anti-trafficking work through my friend Casey's organization for Sarah. And she uh, she's the one that was in the strip club across the street from when I was in the hotel. So she's a survivor from the adult entertainment industry. And um, but I ended up volunteering with her org. And so I was working with them and I started noticing we were looking at these ads of girls that were advertising online, trying to extend services, not trying to convince them to, you know, do whatever, just saying, Hey, if you're in any kind of situation and we can help you out, let us help you out. You know, we, we have scholarships if you want to go back to school. Um, so we'd raise money to help them do that. And, um, I started saying like, these girls have all matching tattoos. And I was like, I recognize these things. All matching tattoos. Or match or they're very similar tattoos to like some of the girls had the same tattoos. Some of the girls I was like, oh, I had a tattoo that was similar to that. Or I was like, I started just noticing patterns of some of the girls on these ads. Were they like the ones you had? Some of them were similar. Not I mean, of, of course they're not gonna be the, the exact no, one. But, but yeah. Similar. Like just things that were pertaining to money or to the game or street name or you know, dollar signs. I mean, people talk about barcodes. It's not that common. Um, I got know. a question. Yeah. Now I'm going to tell a terrible joke or ask a stupid question, but I mean, is there a pimp school? I mean, how did that, how does this tattooing girls thing go around? Apparently this is a thing among pimps or traffickers or whatever. This is clearly, as I'm listening to you, it, I'm, discovering that I guess girls are tattooed as if they belong to a pimp or a trafficker or I mean is that the deal I actually trained on this I trained in iconography and the identifying on what iconography what is that word iconography is basically the study of an image and the background of where that image comes from so okay. I actually go when I do trainings around I've done 6500 trainings I've trained 6,500 individuals this year alone um, through conferences and podcasts and all kinds of things. And I train people on, this isn't a new thing. People have been branded since ancient Rome. I take this thing all the way back and I go through the history of human branding and how it started and how we saw it go through the Armenian genocide, how we saw it go through the Holocaust, how we saw it. In I swear to you, I was sitting there thinking about the inside of the wrist that I've seen of Jewish Holocaust survivors that were tattooed like their inmate number. I don't know the right word for it, but, yeah. but right? I, I, I go through, yeah, I go through this whole training for like an hour and I, I, I train people on the indicators and the tattoos and all that kind of stuff. So but that's kind of jumping way ahead of how I started Atlanta. No, I, I get it. But, and yeah. we've got to go back and stay chronologically in order. But the point is, 
you started noticing these girls having similar looking tattoos. Yeah. Which we're talking about brands. Yeah. We're talking about human ownership. Right? Yeah, pretty. I mean, it's not always sometimes I've worked with women that have had these tattoos and men that have had tattoos and it's not nobody's like sitting on them, making them get him. Sometimes it's the manipulation or, or they are truly like in love with their traffic or there's like a soul tie there or there there's that trauma bond there. And so they're wanting to show that they're loyal. Um, I've covered up tattoos or our artists that we work with have covered up tattoos on women that were like, I, I loved this man and I wanted to show him that I was loyal to him and I wanted the tattoo. Although the love was completely perturbed and wrong. So we did a, we, we talked to, uh, Deb Ellinger, who is in Detroit and she works providing food and clothing for women in the street of Detroit um, very much in the same situation like what you're talking about. And she's just constant and consistent. And she will wait for three or four years for girls that finally want to get out of the life. And then they provide everything for them. And you talk about a grassroots gal. She's unbelievable. She's from the opposite. She was a cop and then started doing this. But every time she pulls up, to the street corner or the house or the drug house or the trafficking house, whatever. And it's two, three times a week. The same girls come out and she says to him every time you are worthy. Mm-hmm. You have value. You are loved. She's trying to counteract the sick stuff that's been put in these kids head. And when you're ready, I will take you from here. And I ask her, When these people are often living in homes without running water, without electricity, and they're being pimped out for food and oftentimes drug use and everything else, and you pull up and you've been there for two or three years, you have to develop some type of relationship and rapport with these folks. Why would they jump in your truck and run like hell? And she said this, they are affixed to that trauma and they really don't know a way out. And the truth is the fear of the unknown of a clean life is worse than the fear of the abuse that they're living in because at least they know those rules. So um, it's just, I want you to hear me. It's, I, I do not want people to think, well, these are adults. They can always get away. There's this grip of this lifestyle that holds people that don't even want to be in it, in it. And they're almost wrestling with themselves to get out. And I've learned that through people I've met and everything else. And your story is yet another illustration of how that trauma affects somebody and how phenomenal your story is that you did get away from it. So tell me that you did get away from it. Let's get to the good part of the story. And we will, right after these brief messages from our generous sponsors. All 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. So, like, I um, was working with um, my friend's org, uh, which is a survivor-led organization, and we were noticing the tattoos. And so we started documenting them. And you started documenting the girls' tattoos that you saw. Yeah, because if we found out that they were like in need of like law enforcement help or they were in need of getting out of the situation, like we were like, hey, or if there was somebody that was missing, like we've actually recovered children that were like being advertised on Backpage when Backpage was the thing oh my before gosh. we got shut what down. What is so Backpage? Backpage is kind of like Craigslist. So there used to be the adult. Craigslist for people? Yeah. You've never heard of Backpage? No, ma'am. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. So Backpage, you could, you could buy a car on Backpage. You could sell a car on Backpage. Oh, I remember like, Backpage. Yeah, yeah, so okay. Yeah. I was thinking nefarious stuff. You know, yes. So like, Back in the day, yeah, there yeah, was, was a like, website where yeah. they would advertise. You could like It was like a garage sale online. Yeah, okay. but there was also places where you could also purchase or find a date or, you know, uh, all of it. So there was all, so we would call these girls that were working online when Backpage was up and running, but it ended up getting shut down. Um, So, I mean, they just moved to different platforms. It's still out there. Um, But I started, like, we've recovered missing people, like, that were missing from their families. And ways that we were able to do it was we would notice, like, there was one young lady that had, her street name tattooed across her clavicle. And was she's been trafficked. Yeah. And her grandmother was like, we can't find, we can't find this girl. And um, Casey was able to find her. 
we were able to get her recovered and return back to her family. But like she had a she had a tattoo, and I was actually honored. And you to, identified her from her street name on her shoulder. She had it on there, and then her the way she looked. Like I I didn't identify her. Casey found her, but we were able to. I actually got the privilege, the honor to cover that up for her several months ago. So, but yeah, we were able. Like I started documenting these, and we started putting it on the sheets of different tattoos that we were seeing. And I remember one day the founder of the org called me and she goes, you're really into tattoos and all that. She's like, I have this young lady. She's got Rev tattooed on the back of her neck because her trafficker called himself the Reverend. So she had REV tattooed on the back of her neck. And she's like, can you get her connected to a, a shop? And I was like, on it. And so like I got on Facebook and I was friends with a tattoo artist on there. And I asked him, he was really like down the street from where I live. And I said, uh, would you be interested in helping me cover up this tattoo for this young lady that's been through some some hell of stuff, you know? And he was like, absolutely, I'm down. I didn't have an organization. I didn't have a nonprofit. I didn't have $50 to my name. You also had your own tattoos. Yeah, I had my. I still have my own tattoos. I hadn't even covered up yet. Right. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, cool. I'll do that. Like, I'll love to help her out. Bring her into the shop. We covered it with this gorgeous rose with a butterfly. And I remember her looking in the mirror. I'll never forget it. And she literally fell to her knees crying. Again, Casey was there with me. The shop, shop artist was crying. And she was like, thank you. And then like something inside of me was like, this is my niche. Like, I found it. I found it. Like, I loved working with Forcera, and I actually was their outreach director for a long time. But I was like, I I just felt this fire. Like, I, I can't even describe it. I just got, like, super excited. And something inside of me was like, this is my thing. Hold it. Why does this matter? Why does this matter? Well, I had my own, I had my own stuff, right? And I knew the feelings that I felt with mine. And then when I went and tried to go get mine covered up, the artist was a complete douchebag. <laughs> just being honest, man. Like he was like making like just, just off, just disgusting comments. Like the music he was playing was like giving me a freaking headache. He was not trauma informed or sensitive. He was rude. And like he covered up my tattoos and did a crappy job. And I remember sitting in that tattoo chair and thinking, I don't ever want to see another survivor have to deal with somebody like this. And come hell or high water, I will make sure that they don't. And the the point is, by getting Rev turned into a flower with a butterfly, is that mm -hmm. what you Yeah, it's okay. beautiful. All right. Yep. Turned into a beautiful flower with a butterfly. It changes from a reminder of the worst part of this young lady's life to something pretty and metaphorically, literally metaphorically breaks the proverbial chains of her bondage to her pimp or trafficker. Absolutely. And she no longer has to look in the mirror and be disgusted by what she sees on her own body. Yeah. And you felt that. Yeah. And I, I was like... And I was like, I want to make sure that I connect people with shops and artists that are going to be trauma-informed and trauma-sensitive and, and caring and loving. And 
I have found some of the most incredible artists on the planet around this whole country. It just started in my hometown, down the street from where I live now. And, you know, I did like I didn't have any kind of fancy fundraising teams. I don't have an office. Like I literally No, sit- you're not. you're a normal <laughs> average person that yeah. found a place. I found a place that I found a need that wasn't being met in my met in my community, and decided to meet that need. And the, <laughs> go ahead. The the two tattoos that you got mm-hmm. when you were being trafficked, one was on your wrist, and I think one was on your leg. It was on my my butt cheek. Your yeah hip, whatever. Yeah. Right. After you finally got away, and and were were working with your friend. Then that was three year period. That was still there before you got it covered up. Yeah, I was right? literally still work. I was working in anti trafficking with my own tattoos on me. Still, what did you think when you saw that on your wrist or looked in the mirror and saw that? What What was your initial reaction when you saw that? You're clean now. You're You're getting your life back together. You're working and you're helping in anti trafficking. So you're aware. You're You're no. What did you think when you saw those? When, like my old tattoos? Mm-hmm. Every time I was looking at them, I was like, every time I took a shower or changed my clothes or, you know, I was intimate with, you know, my kid's dad, I, I was like, I don't want this on my body. You know, like, I I don't want to see this anymore. And it was a constant reminder of that's what yeah, I thought. A it's constant a constant reminder. reminder of the most desperate time of your life. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to look at this. So every how day. do you move on when every time you look at yourself, you're reminded of that time? Yeah. And so I was like, it's it's time. And then I had some self-harm scars. And I was like, it's time. It's time for me to to stand up for Jess and and do something for Jess. And so I I and I so you got up, rev fixed. Yep. While you have your own. Yeah. But now it's time. Now you say, well, you know, this works. I'm getting rid of my own. Yeah. And then you think there's a need that needs to be met that's not being filled for probably a population or a community of some of the most traumatized and abused women on the face of the planet. Yeah. So I was like, I'm I was like, this is where I'm gonna what I'm gonna do. So I, I remember going home and that's why I brought my pamphlets so you could see them. I remember going home and sitting at the computer and I was sitting on the floor of my my apartment and I opened up clip like word clip art <laughs> and I was like birds symbolize my grandmother because my grandmother was my biggest advocate. And she helped me through so much. Both of my grandmothers loved birds. Um, I was like, I took a bird and then I took a tattoo machine and I put them together. And I was like, there's my logo. <laughs> I didn't have some fancy marketing team. If you, can, if you could see it, I'm holding <laughs> it now and I'll describe it to you. There's a bar. It looks a lot like a dove, I think. I don't know. It's just a it's bird. some bird in the center. <laughs> And then there's a tattoo tool in the the image. It's in the claws of the bird. Oh, it's in his talons. Yeah. Okay. And then behind it is this vibrant mix of uh, color, I assume, tattoo ink. Mm -hmm. And um, the whole symbol is, I think, that um, 
you're changing the darkest ink on your body to the most vibrant ink and um you're being free as a bird I get really excited talking about ARI. <laughs> You're allowed yeah. to. Yeah, like, you know I, what? I went from like you, crying you to shared, like. You shared gut wrenching <laughs> with us. It is so nice not to see you cry and see you smile. You have a beautiful <laughs> smile. It's Thank great. You. So. But yeah, I, so, I, I, he, he, so now you're now you're like okay. Here's this thing that needs to be filled. It's worked for me. It's worked for the girl that had Rev. And you decide at your computer to make a logo of this bird with a, a, a tattoo thing in his talons with this cool color. And you decide you need to name it. Yeah. So I was actually sitting with my friend again. And I was at one of her things. She was like, can you come and speak with me at this event? And I was like, sure. And I'm getting up there. And when I first started working in this field... I'd be like, hi, I'm Jessica, and I, you know, I'm like real shy. I'd look at the floor and hold her bag with her logo from her company, and I'd be like, I'm just, you know, I'm a survivor, and, and I help people. Like, I, I was afraid to share anything, and she's like, it's time to share your story. You've got to share your story. This was almost seven years ago, but I, like, I, I was sitting, and she was speaking at this church, and this song came on and it was like, I am redeemed. You've set me free. I shake off these heavy chains, break away everything. I'm not who I used to be. And I was like, redeem. Hmm. And I was like, Atlanta redemption. I was like, I was like redeemed ink, redemption ink. I was trafficked in Atlanta. I was like, Atlanta redemption ink. And it stuck, and I felt my heart start racing every time I would say Atlanta Redemption Inc. And I know it's a mouthful, which is why we shorten it to ARI or ARI. But um, I remember just feeling this this sensation inside of me of this is where God wants me, or this is where this is where I need to be. And like I said, like I don't I don't have a marketing team. I don't have fancy cameras. I don't have an office. I sit at my computer on my floor of my house with my two kids. You have a cool pamphlet. <laughs> I'm looking at it. I made a pamphlet. Yay. <laughs> so, and Ari was yeah, born. And Ari was born. And, and the news, actually, my friend, my friend Casey had told the news about me, the local news um, that I was covering up these tattoos. And they came out and interviewed me. And then it was like overnight, I started getting questions like on I made a little Facebook page and like we had like two followers then I started like it started getting bigger and then like the news started asking me more questions and then I called a friend of mine that makes websites and uh, he's actually runs a coffee company in Covington Georgia and he's a roaster and he's like I looked at him and I said dude I think I need a website I was like I don't have money for a website and he's like don't worry about that right now and like within like 48 hours, builds me a website. <laughs> so, love it. So love yeah, it. and I'm like, so like it, it, it didn't cost me anything. And it I, doesn't need to be lost on anybody that only three years before this, you were being trafficked and you were on drugs. Oh, no, I this I, I had been out of that life. Um, I got out of trafficking in 2004. And then so I got when did Ari start. Ari started in 2017. Okay, yeah. fine. It doesn't need to be lost on anybody. It doesn't matter the number of years, 12 or 13 years yeah. earlier. You were desperate. 
You shared that you had suicidal thoughts, you were being manipulated, you were the survivor of molestation in your own home, you were a survivor of trafficking, and now you're sitting at your computer building out a program. Ari. <laughs> yeah. And nobody is beyond redemption. It is never, ever too late. No. Everybody has an ability to do something in their community. And knowing something and putting action to it are two different things. We'll be right back. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. I say often, um, amazing things happen when somebody's passion and talent intersect with opportunity. That's you. You're passionate about helping people. You're, you're passionate about understanding girls that have gone through the same trauma that you've gone through. And you saw an opportunity, just like you said, you said out of your own mouth just a few minutes ago, I saw a place of need that nobody was filling. And so your passion and your discipline met opportunity and Ari was born. Yeah. And I, I do want to say that there are artists around this country that probably do this. And I, I know one personally um, in Chicago that has been doing this for years out of his own shop. And there are people that are doing it. But I, what I did was I, I built a network. So I started talking to tattoo shops and training tattoo shops on my lived experience and then like indicators 
And then we became, we started making them safe place sites. So if you ever like go to like a quick trip, I don't know if you guys have them here in Memphis, but like you go to quick trip or like a YMCA, they'll have those big yellow signs that say safe place. Mm-hmm. So that's somewhat. Oh, so, you show tattoo shops that have the yellow sign. Yeah, like so we started we started the first one to have the first tattoo shop to become a safe place site is in Covington, Georgia called Ironclad Inc. And we actually helped them become a safe place site. That's so cool. youth can go there at any time and say, I need help, and then they know exactly what to do and who to call. And then they get youth advocates out there to help before they because sometimes they're afraid to call the police because they think they're gonna get in trouble, right? So we started training. Or them. he'll be fist bumping your captor on the front porch. Yeah. So I um, Which is a whole nother story. Yeah, and I'm and I'm not anti law enforcement at all, but like law enforcement need to be trained and um they are actively being trained, which is great. So there has been a lot of And in fairness, that. this was also fifteen long, years ago. Yeah, fifteen, seventeen years ago. Different, different yeah. mentality towards some of this. Absolutely. Yeah, there would come a long way and there's still a long way to go. But I just I remember I still sit in my apartment and I I do our website. I I do everything. Um, so and- tell me how you get somebody to help. How how does that happen? How does somebody come to you? Like that needs where help. Do the, yeah, because these girls or guys. I see a picture of a guy actually, which I'm interested in that story. But I, I'm for the listeners. I'm looking at the pamphlet and what Jess has here are pictures of before and after tattoos of girls or I assume guys who've been trafficked and you see the what they had and then what it becomes. And just so everybody knows, I don't have a single tattoo in my body. I'm not a tattoo guy, never have been, but I'm also not one of these anti-tattoo people. I mean, <laughs> if you like tattoos, good for you. I'm, you know, that's great. But what I'm looking at is like a wrist that has the word cash on it and the S is a dollar sign and it's in cursive and it is not attractive and it is cash only. What's that? Cash only. It's two wrists. Yep. When you put them together, say cash only, which I assume, I can't believe I'm saying this. What I assume is a, prostitute is basically saying to the John cash only that was probably put on there by her pimp or trafficker. Is that right? Um, yes. So she um, was a trafficking victim that had that on her. And then um, you're touching on the guys. We actually do more than just tattoos from exploitation and trafficking. We cover and remove gang tattoos from former gang members. Awesome. We also cover up self-harm scars. We also, people that have been um, using IV drugs that are left with scarring and bruising from IV drug use, we help cover those up. Regardless of the trauma of the the depths of desperation these people in, you are trying to cover up the things that they have to look at on themselves so they can change the ugliest time of their life into something pretty. Mm -hmm. So that they can get past the daily reminder on their own bodies of their own trauma. Yes. It's phenomenal, Jess. (laughs) So the cash only thing turned into like this big rose with a B and I'm not sure what that is, but it's pretty and it's cool looking. (laughs) And then there's another one that is, I'm not even reading it, but it looks like a hip or the small of a back. I think that's a small of a back. Small of her back. Yes. Lower back. And it is 
egregious what it says, and it is now a purple, pretty bow mm-hmm. that you can't even see what it was. And um, it's phenomenal. Okay, so hold it. So I'm sorry. I'm I, I got to get out of your brochure. You, <laughs> you, you, you make Ari, and this is how long ago? I started it in 2017. Okay, so uh, six years ago. Now you've started it. You got a website. You got an email address. How do you get people? We started getting um, the word got out. Um, like like I said, we were on the news, um, and there was just one news segment. And then people started learning about us, which is why I called my friend Jason up. And I was like, dude, I need a website now, you know, and he got on it and he's like, I'm behind this 100%. And so he created the website for me. And then now we get referrals from drug courts. We get referrals from probation officers, the GBI. Uh, There's actually a young lady, the one that with the bow, Um, we've gotten referrals from GBI, FBI, Homeland Security, um, Law enforcement sends you people trying to help them. Yes. We've, we That's get a, phenomenal. We get a lot of referrals from law enforcement and a lot of referrals from programs. There'll be women that are in long-term programs that will call us and or contact us for help. And so their advocate will go with them to get help. And they'll meet us at the shop. If they're in Atlanta, I'm always – I do my dead level best to always be present for their appointment. And these people don't pay a dime. They do not have to pay us anything. We, and if, if I have a friend that's a real, actually a guy I do business with who's a furniture builder, he is literally tatted. I don't, I've never seen him naked, so I can't say it. And <laughs> Daniel, if you hear me, I don't want to see you naked. But <laughs> oh literally the dude, I've seen him during the summer in shorts and t-shirt. There's not an ounce of his body that doesn't have ink other than his face, including his head. All right. And he's just a tattoo guy. Yeah. Right. Well, he was telling me what he pays for some of these tattoos. And I mean, this tattoo work is expensive. Yes, it is. Um, And we actually work with some incredible artists that either donate their time or they discount it for us. So we raise just through ordinary people. um, We raise money or try to raise money. And then I speak to raise money to be able to afford to do some of the cover-ups for these young ladies. But we also go even further than just the tattoos. Tell us about that, Jess. So we have our Beyond Ink program. So Beyond Ink is where we provide holistic counseling. So we have a licensed therapist that works on our team that will do Zoom calls and do therapy sessions with people that want to have them. So they can choose to go to a therapist if they're not able to go through insurance or like um, any other company. And so it's at a discounted rate. We also work with an organization um, – called Tears Free Academy, who actually helped me get my high school diploma. And I was able to graduate. And I did not realize this, but I was only one credit shy away from graduating when I couldn't even pass the GED. No kidding. Yeah. So, yeah, I I went through her program and I was pregnant with my son and my daughter was three years old and she's in the audience and she's screaming, yay, mommy, as I'm as I throw my cap and gown. <laughs> Or I threw my cap. Um, a few years ago, I actually was able to get my high school diploma. Um, and then I became a peer support counselor. And I teach art therapy. So I can do art therapy at safe homes with young ladies. And then we have um, someone that does holistic job readiness, uh, job training skills. So we have like a team that all work together and beyond ink. So we're able to, it's not just an outward change, but it's an opportunity to do an inward change as well. 
So it's just this whole program centered around redemption and new opportunities. And I had somebody one time ask me, they were like, oh, so you're just basically changing somebody's identity. And I was like, nah, because that wasn't their identity to begin with. Their identity was who they were long before someone even put that on them. Their identity is what was breathed into them from birth or from conception. So I, um, yeah, I just, I get super excited talking about it. I could probably talk about ARI for like 500 hours. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> so. the, the, the thing that's amazing is, is you started just trying to get tattoos covered or removed that are horrible reminders of desperate times for people because you certainly identified with and empathized with that reality. But now you're using this beyond ink to actually, once people are able to get rid of the physical reminders and get over that, you're actually helping them move on with life and with therapy and with job readiness and all of it. Yeah. And yeah. And remember, you're the bad girl in the family. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. They, they don't think that now. They don't I know they don't. Now. They can't. I can't <laughs> wait to hear that part. How many girls over the last seven years, or girls and guys, sorry, how many people have you helped get ink off of and or covered or whatever and gone through programs? How many people have you served? As of today, um, we had two last week and then a couple a couple weeks ago. But as of today, I think we are right at 635 people served since 2017. Cool story because I'm, a, I'm, all, I'm all about- That's 100 a year. Yes, we get a- That's 10 a month, eight a month. We get a lot. And it's not just in Georgia. We get applications from Georgia to California and everywhere in between. Like- we we just covered up a tattoo on a young lady in Texas a couple of days ago. The day before Thanksgiving, this story, this has never happened in the seven years that I've been doing this. I actually met her through a program in Atlanta. It was like a drop-in day center. A what? A drop-in day center. So it was like a, a place that they could go to get help during the day. And then they would sleep somewhere at night. And usually the people- Are they still in the life or- I, I, I don't know. I went there just to talk to them and let them know about our services. Okay, but it's a drop-in day It's like center, a day center. Yeah, they don't sleep there. You don't know if they're still in life or getting out of the life. You don't know what stage yeah, yeah. of the world these folks yeah. are in. It's all point. confidential with their program. Right, all I got that. it. But she, uh, she, she had some tattoos, and she actually had one of a trafficker's name that I have seen on multiple women. So we're going to be working on that one, too, shortly. But... We're sitting in the tattoo shop the day before Thanksgiving. I had just gotten in a car accident a few days beforehand. And I'm sitting there pushing through the pain of the accident. And I'm sitting there and I'm holding, There's a, I got a picture of it, and I'm holding her hand. And she's like talking about her story. She's in pain because it's in a painful area. And she's getting it covered up. And she says some things to me and I go, whoa. She's still in the life. This girl needs help. Like, so I immediately get on the phone and she's like, I can't find a bed anywhere. She's like, there's no open beds for long term. 
So the day before Thanksgiving, I get on the phone with a with a friend of mine, and I'm like, this girl said that she tried to call and there wasn't beds. And he was like, on it. We had her a bed within t- an hour. Um, and she, within two hours, they had a team that came out from the program to pick her up from the tattoo shop and got her into a program. So, like, she got help immediately. So, like, I don't just share stories of seven years ago. We have stories that are happening just a few weeks ago. And these people are coming through and are are getting all-around care. Are you – when you said that she had a, a tattoo that you'd seen before. Yeah. That I, it's, it's interesting a, because you're kind of the keeper of the tattoo information now. <laughs> you got to – I, I would think law enforcement will want to know what you want to know, what you yeah. know. Well, I, I actually work with an organization. I actually started doing, um, I'm a survivor hunter with Skull Games. A survivor hunter? Or, or like I'm their survivor. Like I, I'm a survivor and I hunt with them and it's called Skull Games. And their website is skullgames.io. And I volunteer with them. And so when we're looking for women we're actually looking for for people that are trafficking them and we'll see tattoos and they'll ask me like hey Jess can you tell me about this tattoo and these are like veterans and law enforcement officers and analysts and we all meet together and we we work together as a community and they'll ask me about these tattoos and so I'll, I'm able to assist with that I get a lot of phone calls from people asking me about you know, can you help me identify this? What does this mean? I work with gang investigators and they're like, hey, if I have a question, it's something I don't know about. I don't try to be a misknow-it-all. I literally will call up people and be like, hey, help me out with this because I I don't know what this one is. So, Do you know how phenomenal this is? <laughs> you're helping people. You're getting their shame off their bodies so that they can move on mentally and spiritually and emotionally. You're helping them move on literally and physically with their lives. And you're working with people to identify the perpetrators of this evil. From where you were 15 years ago, from where you are today. This is a totally different person. And where would you be without your grandmother? <laughs> I love that woman. <laughs> I can't ever talk about Ari without talking about my meemaw. I know it's such a southern term, but you know I'm from the south, so. Well, I'm southern too. <laughs> We'll be right back. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over 6 million active hourly workers. Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand. Tempt to hire part-time or full-time you name the position 
warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer? Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Do you have a favorite story of somebody you ever worked with to get covered? They're all my favorite stories. Boy, I get that. I, I, I can't. That. I can't I pick hate, a favorite. I, it's I, so. I hard. actually hate that question, but this jackass sitting over here always likes me to ask it. You know, the producer type. But <laughs> oh let God. me just ask this. You need to be I, nice. I, I get asked that about <laughs> the kids. I, I, I get. I get asked that about the kids that I coached. No. I don't have a favorite. Uh, They're all different, but there's a story under every helmet. And I'm certain there's a story behind every piece of ink. But give us one that people will go, wow, when they hear. I, She's actually on the pamphlet. (laughs) There is a young lady who um, I love very dearly. I, I talk to her often. There's her. Oh my God. I love all of them. I love everybody that I've worked with. Um, They all have a special place in my heart. But this one right here, I will never forget what she told me. Um, So she she was uh, with her trafficker. And I said, what was it like when you got that covered up? Share it with me. And she said, I no longer see the girl I used to see in the hotel mirror. And that has... I no longer see the girl I see in the hotel mirror. Yeah. And that stuck with... That has stuck with me forever. And I usually like to say that when survivors tell me these things, um, that those are always going to be tattooed on my heart. Because it's it's beyond... It's beyond me. It's it's the tattoo community that are stepping up and which being, now you have like eighty. Yeah, we have eighty shops across the country that work with us, and there's several people in the shop. And then if we have like one artist in one shop, the other artists get wind of what we're doing, and they're like, "Hey, I want to get on board, and I want to get on board." But we vet these shops. We want to make sure that they don't have any kind of sex crimes or domestic violence crimes in their backgrounds. We want to make sure that when these survivors go into their shops that they are going to be taken care of and respected, which, you know, I've yet to run into a shop where that has been a problem. And I don't think I will ever run into that issue. Um, But I just have an incredible team of artists. Jesse Rollins, an owner and artist, Ironclad Inc. said, I've seen self-harm scars that go from the wrist to the elbow. 
branding that have been put on by pimps and sex traffickers, women abused by father from five to 15 years old that had not shed a tear since six and said, we gave her back her life. It's the best thing I've ever done. I love Jesse. <laughs> Jesse's actually the one that repaired my tattoos from my, uh, the ones that were messed up. He had to go back and fix them all for me. So he's a great guy and he's also a firefighter that works in the community that I live in. Do you, uh, have you taken a deep enough breath and a little bit of time to take stock of you? What do you mean? You're changing lives, Jess. I, I don't know if I can answer that. Well, I can for you. <laughs> You're changing lives, but the interesting part, interesting part, and this is universal on this show. This is universal on the show. You're not just changing the lives of the girls and the guys who are getting the gangs and the trafficking tattoos set up. You're changing lives of the artists. You're changing the lives of the community of the quote network that you talk about building because now they're able to use their passions and their talents and an opportunity to need because you created that for them. And for someone to say, a firefighter to say, um, this is the best thing that I've ever done. He wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for you. He wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for Ari. He wouldn't be doing this if you didn't decide to get Rev off the back of a girl's neck one day. And you became energized where your passion and your abilities met opportunity. And you're changing lives of girls, but you're changing lives of the community of people helping the girls. And you're just a kid from Atlanta who was abused, who fell into a crazy set of circumstances, who's now a mother and is changing lives for people. And I just want to know if you ever take stock of yourself. I, I, I usually just keep going. I don't, I don't know what you mean by take stock of myself. Like I don't. Do you ever sit there and look <laughs> Like, I don't know what that means. Take stock. If you if you go down the aisle of a grocery store and there's people putting empty cartons back on empty shelves, it's because they're taking stock. They're looking at what that aisle is, is now, you know, how empty the aisle was, and then they put it up and it becomes restocked. Look at what your life is. I mean, it's phenomenal what you're doing. And um, to, to come where you've come from and to have had to build this is just so redemptive and so inspiring. And, you know, I, I just, I hope you take a second to take a deep breath and realize the blessing you now are in other people's lives, much like your grandmother was in yours. Okay. I, he's, I, I, I feel like if I try to go, well, look what I did. I, I feel like, I feel like that looks arrogant, I guess. And so I, I, I try not to do that, but I do look back and, and go, dang, I've come a long way. And I am honored to be able to sit with the people I get to 
sit with and the, meet the people that I meet. But I, I very rarely will go look at me. I, I, I just, I can't. I get that. That's I also can't. universal among almost everybody we interview. It's, okay. it's kind of like, the same with me. Like I, I get it, but you know, you can't you can't do anything about me saying, "Hey, girl, look at you. Yeah, you should be so proud." And all of this work, where's the money come from? So, like I've said, we don't have. I don't sit in a fancy office. I'm just a young lady that sits at home and I homeschool my daughter. And I work from my house on my computer and I have people that volunteer. Um, we don't have huge donors, but we have some that have been very gracious to give. And we depend on just people that hear our story and are moved by what we do to donate so we can continue to do the work. So how do people that are moved by your story donate? They can do that on the website. As soon as they go to arionline.org, it is big and massive at the very top. And it says support ARI. We will you take can... your money and put it to good use. <laughs> that is the, that's the thing. What, what goes into ARI goes into direct services. Right. It doesn't go to a high-paying CEO. It doesn't go into marketing teams. It doesn't go into a fundraising coach. It goes directly into direct services. And then when I share and I train, that's how I also bring in funding to the org. So if somebody's listening to us today and they need your service anywhere in the U.S. or they're a tattoo artist who wants to be part of your service or, um, or know somebody that needs your service, how do they get in touch with you? They can go on our website, mm -hmm. which is arionline.org, or they can call us at 678-926-9946, and they can reach out, and we'll do our best to help. We have our provider application on our website, so if you're an artist or a removal specialist or a scar revision specialist, you can apply on there. If you're a survivor or in former gang involvement or self-harm, there's a survivor application you can apply on there. Or if somebody wants to book me to train, to come out and train an iconography, that's iconography. <laughs> they can um, book me as a speaker on there. Um, I travel all around and share my lived experience in the work that we do at ARI, and it's an honor every time I get to do that. And it's actually healing for me when I get to share my story. I think it's healing for people to listen to it. And, you know, if you tune in and listen to this whole interview and hear the first 20 minutes of it, you got to be going, holy crap, where's this going? Yeah. And it's ending at a, a beautiful place that um, is full of redemption and grace and love and um, unconditional love. An amazing work. Um, I am, I am so inspired by the work you've done, and you know, like like we talk about a lot. You know, we don't go around interviewing a listers. We go around and interview normal folks who are seeing places in Eden fill it. And you, my friend, are a are an unbelievable example of no matter where you come from, what you've been through, how you are. 
You can always find redemption. You can always make your life work. And then you can always be a shining light for other people. And um, you are, my friend. You are certainly a member of Army of Normal Folks, but maybe you're like a captain or a lieutenant or something because you're amazing. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you joining us. I appreciate that. And I appreciate all of you for joining us this week. If Jessica Lamb or another guest has inspired you in general, or better yet, to take action by donating to Atlanta Redemption Inc. by joining their network of tattoo artists or something else entirely, please let me know. I really want to hear about it. You can write me anytime at bill at normalfolks.us. And guys, I will respond. And if you enjoyed this episode, share it with friends and on social. Subscribe to the podcast, rate and review it. Become a premium member at normalfolks.us. All these things that will help us grow an army of normal folks. For premium members, we will have bonus content from this episode. And it's me asking Jessica if she's been able to forgive her trafficker. And I promise you, what she says is powerful. If you don't want to miss it, become a premium member today. I'm Bill Courtney. We'll see you next week. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.